tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers! Welcome to the first ever Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate hearing your feedback, especially for shows like these that are kind of just getting a following. I have an amazing co-host here with me this evening. Would you like to introduce yourself and let us know where we can find you on Twitter? Yes. Hi, guys. My name is Isis Velasquez. You could find me on Twitter, Instagram, and all that social media good stuff at Isis Velasquez and the number four. I-S-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z and the number four. And, of course, I'm your host, Sam Davidson, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And, of course, us at AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. If you guys want to tweet at us during the show, we would love to hear your thoughts. So let's just get into an overall thought of, like, what you thought about the return of this show. I am super excited. This is the one show that I'm looking forward to seeing this season. So I got to say, exciting and Oh my God, all the hot guys that are going to be coming into the season. That's what I'm looking forward to. So did you watch the show when it aired last year or did you watch it on Netflix? No, I watched it when it aired last year. So it it just has a great storyline. I don't know where the writers are going to go this season with it, but it's really good. It's a very good, entertaining show. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I actually just binged it on Netflix recently. I've watched it, though, about three times over. It's funny because you kind of get to get to know a show better when you binge it, I feel. So, so you liked it. You were like, you kept on looking at it. And looking oh, yeah. At it. I was yeah. analyzing it. I absolutely loved it. I love the characters. And there's so many places that, you know, we can go. So let's start with Abby and her new job that she is getting. She, she. Which, yeah. It's basically like an online magazine that she's, uh, they want her to be the writer for a divorce column. So that's something that she's doing and she's super excited about it and she got the job. She's not getting along with her editor. Right. Because her editor basically went through a divorce and they want her to be the face of of divorce, but she wants to show what divorce is in a happy life. Yeah, absolutely, which is really what she's experienced so far. She's had a pretty kick-ass divorce. And what was interesting, I thought, about this part was Barbara, her new editor, managing editor. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they brought it up. Divorce sucks. Like, I'm a child of divorce. You know, it's not pretty in, like, what she's experiencing. It's it's unique, which is why it's cool for her to write about it. But I'm glad they brought up that it's not a typical thing, that there's a dark side to it. There is a dark side to it. There's always a dark side to divorce. But what I like is Abby's approach about it. It doesn't have to be this dreadful, horrible thing. She's trying to say, okay, we're going to make divorce fun. I have friends that are going through a divorce, and I'm telling you, they're excited. They're like, I'm glad I'm over this. You know, I gave 10 years of my life. So they're excited about this divorce. So to see Abby's point of view in a more positive light, I think it's something that's going to drive an audience to the whole Chi Chi magazine. 
Yeah, I I agree. I, I'm interested to see where it goes. I was confused though because Barbara, who seems to be really in charge of it all, kind of didn't like it. I thought they were going to totally shut her ideas down, and then they said they loved it and just said okay. Like I was completely thrown off. Did you think that they were going to reject her ideas? No, I I didn't think so. I mean, it's it's they like Abby, so whatever Abby wants, she'll get. Even though if her ad- editor is not liking what she what she has to say she just has to deal with it yeah and in a way it's creating this kind of lie she's living in a lie she is because she's still not divorced yeah she's still not divorced and she might not get divorced but we will get to that Mm -hmm. let's get into some of the smaller Mm storylines abby and joe who is you know her old friend that lives with her with her daughter her best friend um puerto rican friend that she has uh, you know, very, very loony, crazy. Uh, Joe actually gives her the idea that she wants to move in with her. Right. And um, Abby's not taking it very well. She's kind of like in shock. And we'll see how the dynamic turns out in the show. I really kind of like the whole roommate situation that they have going on. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It creates a lot of cool stories. Also, Joe, I didn't quite understand this. Has this guy come that is some chef? So Joe is opening up a bakery. Her best friend is opening, Abby's best friend Joe is opening up a bakery. And she brings in this pastry chef who's like the best. But he doesn't have a place to stay. So Joe asks Abby, hey, can he stay in your house for a couple of days? Abby's not too thrilled about it because she has to get prepared for Chi-Chi. Uh, whatever happens is that he ends up staying in the house. So yeah. we'll see in a couple of episodes how this character living with them turns out to be. Yeah, absolutely. He ends up staying in the house and also shooting some kind of, you know, cooking special. Takes over Abby's space, mm-hmm. and which Joe has already done. So it's kind of difficult, and that leads Abby to tell Joe that she doesn't want her to live there anymore. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping that in the next couple of episodes, you know, Abby kind of says, you know what, maybe a couple more months. Because it's fun to have Joe in the house with her daughter and also Abby's daughter getting along. So maybe it's just, you know, tensions build up and you don't, you kind of just burst and say, okay, I'm done with this. So maybe in the next couple of episodes, she's going to take a step back and be like, okay. Yeah, well, Joe really didn't take it well, though. Of course not. Well, why? I mean, Abby has been so hospitable to her thus far. All she was saying was, like, maybe in a little bit, we should just get places that are close to each other. They're grown adults. They don't need to live together. It's fun. Well, you got to think about Joe's situation. She is going through a divorce, and all she has is her daughter. So now she also finds comfort in Abby, her best friend. So it's kind of like... It's, it's a comfort zone for her. So for her to hear that her best friend's like, no, I, I, we need our space. I don't want you here in my, in my living situation. It's, it is hurtful. So I understand Joe's, you know, anger. Yeah. Like a, like a little child. It was. It was very childish. Yeah. She at least should have hidden her anger, I think. I mean, just like a little bit because it was unreasonable. Abby has been so kind and has helped her so much. For her just to say, maybe in a month or two, start looking. It's, it's not a big deal. It's her friend. It's okay. She could throw a temper tantrum. She could throw whatever emotion she wants. It's her best friend. It's okay to be emotional in front of your friends and be completely honest about your emotions. Yeah, and we've seen her go Mm -hmm. crazy. She's a she's a really fun character. Yeah. So let's get into Delia and Gordon. 
so Delia is still engaged to Gordon, who was her client. Yes. And she is super against marriage. She's a divorce lawyer. Mm-hmm. And she now has to kind of get married. She's kind of pushed into it because she loves this guy, Gordon, and it's really, really important to him. But she feels super insecure with the fact that she's engaged. It makes her feel very uneasy. She's so insecure with that that she just doesn't even want to go through the whole wedding. She just wants to elope. And mm-hmm. that's something that she asked him. Uh, the friends are kind of like, no, you should throw a party. You should throw a wedding. He asked her to throw a wedding, and um, she's still so you know, not a scare or I think this is what we call the obstacle before even getting married because she's so scared. She even got a wedding planner for Gordon. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Yes, and told him, okay, here's the wedding planning. Tell me where to be at and and I'll be there and as long as I don't have to make any decisions. So she doesn't even want to make decisions into this wedding and planning it and creating this whole ceremony. Do you think that it's just because who she is as a person that she doesn't want to do this big wedding? Or is it something bigger than that, that she might not really want to be with Gordon forever? She might not see it long term. There's still something inside of her that I see that I feel like is not 100%, but maybe it's just her personality. I think it has to be with her personality, maybe her even her job. But she really does love Gordon. The fact that she said, okay, yes, let's get married. Okay, you want to you want a wedding? Here's the wedding planner. So she's trying. She's she's putting herself out there to try to make him happy in everything that he wants. She didn't want to get married in last season. Yeah. So in this season, she basically came to her senses and she said, "You know what? I love him. So he wants marriage, I'm going to give it to him." So she loves him. I know she does. It's just something that has to do with her, maybe her past growing up. Her job, too. She is a divorce lawyer. So that also kind of could mess with your head. Yeah, absolutely. But I still also think it's episode one of season two, and mm-hmm. there's already these kind of small little problems that are arising in their relationship, kind of a struggle as to who does what. And Gordon seems like a super traditional man, which is why it's so important for him to get married. Mm-hmm. So is he really going to want to plan a wedding? You know what? Maybe, maybe that's going to unfold in a couple of episodes. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he leaves her in the out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he will plan the wedding, but at the same time, kind of make her make some decisions. So. Yeah. I mean, also, Abby's boss said something to her this episode that really, or not Abby, I'm sorry. Delia's boss boss. said something to her this episode that really bothered her when, you know, he saw her staring at her ring. He said he's going to miss her in a few months because she's going to get pregnant and quit. Yeah, he has a point, I think. Yeah, and I think (laughs) it made her realize, crap, wait, I don't want that. It's scaring her. It's Mm -hmm. scaring her in a sense. So, and not only that, don't you get the vibe that Delia and her boss, what's what's the boss, um... Not Corey. uh, The boss. Delia's boss. The ball-headed guy. We'll get back to you with the name. There's this weird vibe energy. Like, I think he, like, low-key likes her. Who wouldn't? Um, uh, Yeah, she is hot. She is hot. But there's this, like, there's something that as an audience, I see that I'm like, okay, these two, somewhere, they're going to get it on. I don't know when. But they're ew. Uh, no, he's not ugly. He's not a bad looking guy. The ball headed guy. He's actually cute. He's a good looking guy. <laughs> I think. I'm, I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, is the bald headed boss, which name I will look up right now, um, is Delia's he sexy? Boss. 
is he sexy or is he not? I say no. Isis says yes. I like bald men. Maybe that's that's the case. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> I think they're going to get it on. I just know it's going to happen. I don't know when, but I feel like they're going to get it on. So I think that you're probably right, mm-hmm. and it could possibly be a way for her to somehow get out of her relationship. Yes. You know, who oh, knows? Oh, my God. Yeah. I really like Gordon. I don't want to see him go. I didn't like him at first. I thought he seemed super scummy at the beginning when we saw him last season. But Mm -hmm. obviously he's not really, I don't think. Do you want to marry him? I don't want to marry him. Would you marry him? Um, Over the bald guy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, he has all the quality that any girl will like. You know, he's, he's supportive. He wants to marry you. Does nothing strikes you like, oh my God, I, I, I would like to marry Gordon. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of get where Delia's coming from. She has this career and I do think that he does want her to give it up, her career. Yes. Did they have the baby talk? I don't think they had a baby talk yet. No, they haven't. So that, that should, that should come into, into, into play later on, I think, in other, in other episodes. I don't know how a baby would fit in her, like, long, slender body. She's so skinny. <laughs> Don't worry. A woman's body has a way of stretching over the years. So. She probably doesn't want that. I don't know. We'll see. You know, the older you get, people change. Maybe she really, she'll, I don't know. I hope the writers do something fun with Gordon and Delia's character. Yeah, it could take a positive, funny turn in a way. So we'll see. I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. We saw Phoebe in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of a little touch of her storyline, which they wrapped up from last season, which was this uh, restraining order she got from her ex-boss slash molester, Corey. Corey. Yeah. So what happened in last season, we were we, we kind of saw Phoebe having this anger and this um, dislike for this woman, Corey. And it came to show that Corey basically uh, was a photographer earlier on. When Phoebe was about fourteen, and she was in, she was throwing her into parties. She was just doing inappropriate things with this child, Corey. And um, in this ep- in this episode, I think Corey does a restraining order against Phoebe. Yeah, because Phoebe kind of threw her down in the school. Yeah, last they they had a they had a little like scaffold because you know Phoebe's like I don't want you near my kids, and they happen to be in the their both of their kids happen to be in the same school, so they are gonna have to meet and see each other. But in the whole in this episode, Corey throws a restraining order, and then Phoebe fights back, and the restraining order is dropped. Yeah. It's a nice kind of... Phoebe was feeling really down. She was getting drunk. And her boyfriend, who is sober Mm -hmm. and very, very into being sober, has a problem with her getting drunk and coming into bed smelling like booze. And now I think he's going to have a problem again. Well, he's a recovering um, uh, addict. Mm -hmm. And this is what I saw that I'm like, this is definitely going to play a big... I don't see her lasting with this relationship and it's because of that he's a recovering addict and any little thing that you do around an addict that can make them fall off the edge they choose themselves either i'm gonna go or i'm gonna fall off the wagon so he was very headstrong with phoebe telling her you can't be coming drunk like this you can't be doing this i know you're hurting but i can't be around this yet he's still around so i think this might not be the best relationship with Phoebe because Phoebe drinks. Phoebe, you know, she likes to party. She's a free spirit. And that's okay. I don't really think Phoebe has a problem. I mean, 
I enjoy to drink. I have friends that don't drink at all. And sometimes it's, you know, like, I want my wine and I don't want anyone to judge me. And Phoebe loves her wine. She loves her everything. But what is that like for an addict? You know, you, you I, your partner, in a sense, with time, it's kind of like a reflection of you. And you pick up the habits of your partner. So if your partner has a glass of wine every day and you sit in the kitchen, you're going to be looking at that wine and like, oh, my God, I will love a glass of wine. I want to yeah. try it. And if you're a recovering addict, it's going to affect you. So I don't... I, the such a strong character, her boyfriend, I think he's either going to fall off the wagon or leave her. Say, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to leave. I'd rather stay sober and we'll see. We'll yeah. see. So, But I think this is, yeah, it's Phoebe, this relationship is not going to last. She's not going to change and she cares about him and she shouldn't really put him in that position if she doesn't plan on changing because yeah. she shouldn't want him to change because then he would just fall off the wagon like you said. So let's get into the meat, kind of, of the episode, which mm-hmm. I think starts with Jake. And we have Jake and Becca. We find out at the end of last season that Becca is pregnant with Jake's child. And it seems like she's planning on having it. And she uh, has him come to her trailer at her show. And she tells him that she's not going to have it, that she's going to have an abortion. She also introduces him to this new boyfriend, who's kind of a stupid actor. And, you know, he offers, Jake offers to go with her to the clinic she says no she'll take care of it and then she ends up calling him saying that she changed her mind and know you know she's she's an actress she's a crazy actress so they change their minds they're like bipolar so i think that's what's going on and it kind of sucks um but from what it has been showing in the the trailers she might she's gonna have a child so it seems like a child's gonna be playing along in this story in this season uh, what can I say? I mean, okay, she's pregnant. You know, Jake doesn't want to be with her. Jake wants to be with Abby. So it's okay. They could, you know, they could have the baby and then just kind of just bring it into Abby's family. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think, I don't think there's nothing wrong with, um, her deciding to keep the baby. So. No, I'm not going to lie though that I was kind of relieved when she said she wasn't going to have it. Yeah. Because we were all. Yeah. Just one more crazy thing to add to these people's lives that are just kind of blowing up in their faces. And I think that Becca having that baby, that was going to be the obstacle between Jake and Abby that doesn't, there doesn't really seem to be one right now. They Mm -hmm. seem happy and really into each other again. But now that Becca's going to have this baby, it's going to be a problem. And Jake hasn't even told Abby about it yet. He hasn't, and um, that was one of the things that um, Max, um, Abby's brother, told Jake. Don't keep secrets. Abby doesn't like secrets. Secrets, you know, kill people. So we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm actually excited about the pregnancy. I know we all want the pregnancy to just go away and, you know, okay, we're done with Becca. But I think this pregnancy is going to really bring some interesting scenes and funny moments and even though it's going to be a strain between Abby and Jake, I think it's also going to, in a sense, solidify their relationship more. How do you feel about Becca? You know what? Becca's young. Becca's young and, and she she's young. So when you're young, you don't know any better. And I think she's just optimistic and she's like, you know what? Well, let me just have this baby. I got to figure myself out. You know, she... She's not dumb. I think she knows, okay, I'm an actress, whatever. Not in, like, the coolest show, but she probably knows, you know what? This acting thing might not last long, so let me keep the baby. Let me have something else going for me. 
so I, I like Becca. I really do. I like the fact that she's young and she's optimistic and she's just like, okay, let's, let's, let's get it done. See, okay, let's, we can get into this a little bit early, but still talk about Becca. I love Will. Like you do too. Love, love, love. But essentially Will and Becca are there, the same person, but a male and female. But I can't stand Becca. Well, just their position in Abby and Jake's lives. Yes. Both younger significant others. Right? Yes. Not mentality though, because Will is no. very Yes, ahead of Will's her. awesome. But you know, like, here's Abby, here's Jake, and then, mm-hmm. you know, she has Will, the younger guy, and Becca, the younger girl. So essentially, they are on the same playing level, I feel, mm-hmm. but I haven't liked Becca since day one. And I don't know if that's because the relationship, probably because the relationship between Becca and Jake started before Abby and Jake got, like, split up officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably why. Maybe I just I don't care for her, but I love Will. You you use rooting for Abby and Jake. That's and you just annoyed by Becca being like that person that's going to interrupt that. But I, I'm not annoyed by Will though. Like uh, nobody's annoyed by Will. Have you guys seen him? How sexy he is! Like nobody can be annoyed by that guy. Yeah. He's <laughs> okay. And move. Let's just forward a little bit. Will. Um. I love Will. <laughs> can I can I keep on saying it? Um. I want him here on the show. Uh, <laughs> Let's try. Yes, yes, yes. He he's so mature. At the end of the of the episode, you know, he confronts Abby. Hey, why have you been avoiding my calls? Like, what's well, going on? Well, after they had sex, that that wasn't his most mature moment. He wanted to have sex with her to just do it and then confront her afterwards. Like he was angry. That was very angry sex. It was great sex from oh, what I saw. Like, I oh. agree, but it was, he was pissed. She was, he was pissed, but you know, at the same time, you gotta, he said it, you lied to my face. You didn't, she's been sleeping with her ex-husband, Jake. So, it's understandable for him to be angry and it's not like it was bad sex, like she enjoyed it too. So the fact that he was angry and he's like, alright, let's just get this done and she's like, oh, okay, yes, in the alley, you know. Um, it was a win-win situation for both of them, I think. Sexually. Yeah, sexually. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, she went into it thinking that he had no idea about her and Jake. Yeah. You know, oh, he, like, really likes me so much. Okay, fine, I'll have sex with him because he's so sexy and just do it again. And it he, like, talked to himself after they had sex. And it's, if you if you listen to what he was saying... I rewound it, like, three times. He was talking, like, in a third person or, like, if as if you were reading a book. He, remember, he's a writer too. Mm-hmm. So when he was talking to himself, he was talking as if he was reading a chapter in the book, which I thought it was interesting and it made me think, okay, he just, and that's the good news that Will gave, um, Abby. Hey, you know, I gotta talk to my publisher. Oh, you got published? Yes, I got picked up. So who knows? Maybe this relationship that he had with Abby spiral, like all this writing and all that writing was that book that got picked up. So I think that's what we're, that where the writers were going with it by him talking to himself and talking like he was reading a page from a book. I think maybe that's this relationship got him to get his book published. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, the, what his book was about was, you know, different than like sleeping with her, but he could always change things and, you know, it could, he could have sold a completely different book than what he told her. She doesn't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes on in a couple of seasons, a couple of episodes and, um, basically 
he has become a well-accomplished writer because of a story, a book that he wrote about her. Which is going to totally out her, basically, oh. and her position as being the divorce guru. It could have, wait, you should be a writer. This could be like... I am. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, I he needs a reason to stay around mm-hmm. because he's just... And, like, so sweet. A nice, interesting, beautiful man. For being so young, the way that he expressed himself to Abby it was so admirable and so uh, so passionate. He, he said it. I, I love you. Yeah. So, well, um, stay. Come back. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was really painful. But also, I mean, Abby is, like, having sex with two different guys in one day. Lucky woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, yes, she is a very lucky woman. But, God, I would feel just so dirty and guilty. She's having fun. She, girlfriend's guy to the board. She's having fun. She's like, okay. That's what I like this show. Well, this is why I like Abby's character. It's like, she, as, the, uh, as an audience, she takes you into this. She thinks... But then she just feels. She's like, okay, Will is here. Let's go. Okay, Jake is here. Let's go. And she just let herself just feel and be in the moment. So I think that's why I really, really like Abby's character. She's in the moment. And I think that's why a lot of there's a lot of audience rooting for her. And for her to get whatever she wants, whether it's Will, whether it's Jake. And Jake Will said something at the end, too. I give you two months top until, again, Jake drives you crazy. Mm-hmm. He was the one that left. He was the one that broke the marriage. So he had a point there. I do hope we get some more backstory and flashbacks as to the divorce, the the actual split between Jake and Abby. Because when we started the pilot, they were sleeping in the same bed, but mm. they were faking being together. So, And they allude to some things that happened that made them split up, but we don't exactly know why. Well, I, from listening to what... Uh, Abby was talking and her talking to the girlfriends is the fact that he didn't have a job. She was always taking care of the bills and she was the one that was basically bringing in the money because he, he was like a, an un- unemployed director. So that kind of take takes a toll in a, in a marriage. Think about it. If you're the only breadwinner and your husband's not doing anything, it's just... So I think that was part of the reasons why they were kind of like splitting. Also, he was cheating. He was already going around. So I don't know if the flashbacks will come or maybe just talking about what exactly happened, but I think it had to do with that. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, Jake and Abby, which is we start the episode with them and end with them. The The car scene was very funny when yes. they had sex in his Camaro. Um, no, was it Camaro or was it a Porsche? No. A Porsche. A Porsche. Porsche. I call a it Porsche. Porsche. Um, Porsche. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it was his Porsche, and they her knee hits the brake, and yeah. they go down the hill and crash his car. Like they're getting so clo- close to getting caught, and they do at the end of the episode, but it they're just dumb. I mean, if they really don't want to get caught, then come on, yes. try a little harder, guys. But it's cute, right? I thought it was cute, and you just mentioned something that's very interesting that it just hit me. You said the episode starts with them together having sex, and it ends with them together. Um, not having sex, but in a very intimate moment. They're about to. Yes. And he's holding her and, and kind of like, you know, emotionally supporting her. So it was very, that's very interesting what you said. It opened up with them mm-hmm. intimately and yeah. closed with them intimately. So Which you is- as a writer, what does this mean? <laughs> Tell me like. 
Take me into your world. What are, what are they trying to tell us? End game. I guess that they're end game. You know, like the, it's going to be them. There's going to be a lot of stuff in the middle and people and things are going to change. But at the end of the day, they are a family, which is what Abby told Will. And, you know, she has children with him and they have such a history and it seems that their relationship really just needed a tiny little tune-up and change, which I feel like is what they're viewing their separation as. And now they're just so, like, amped up on each other. But they still have their problems. I mean, yes, he got a directing gig on The Vampire Show. Mm-hmm. But, and oh, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, directing thing that he keeps on t- talking about. Uh, he's going to do a movie and he's meeting with him, blah, blah, blah. Very up in the air. You know, I the lust and stuff is going to fade, don't you think? It it's it already did. It, history repeats itself. It happens after like even two years of dating somebody. I'm just saying, just going over thoughts here. Um, yeah, but what you're saying is, is like you're right. It needed a tune up. Maybe they were too comfortable with each other doing the same thing over and over, and he needed that little kick in the butt. Hey, get out there, work. And now it's just he's kind of like having another vision, another side. So it's something that's bringing positivity to their relationship that maybe they didn't have before because he was in such a sluggish way, no job, not not doing anything. Yeah, having sex with the younger girl, which is fine. I just, I couldn't understand that relationship. And he ended the thing with Becca very suddenly to me last season. It didn't, like him and, I think he maybe he realized he still had feelings for Abby and then just ended the thing with Becca, but I feel as though when Becca last season came to him to tell him that she was pregnant, she was still going to express that she loved him. Mm. And he seemed to shoot that down very fast. Yeah, I think it's a mid, mid-stage life crisis that every man goes through. Yeah. To just look for younger women and maybe when they see that it's too much, it's like, oh, whoa, back up. Yeah. And in a way, though, I I guess I do feel bad for Becca. Yeah, but but like I said, she's young. She'll get over it. She'll have the baby, and then she'll find a man that she really loves. Or and some, the, I don't know. I mean, maybe somehow they'll come back around together. Can you imagine that maybe the baby's not his? Well, that would be great. <laughs> you really just want to knock down this Becca character. I just like <laughs> want her to get out of the way. She's so annoying. I'm telling you, I don't think I don't I don't think it's a bad thing that she's. She's in the way. I think it's going to somehow solidify their relationship and somehow bring some great scenes for us viewers. Do you think that it bothers... Like, it doesn't seem to bother Jake at all that Abby's writing so positively about this whole thing and how promiscuous she's been. He's totally supporting it, kind of. But is he going to get pissed? Because if he reads her stuff, I mean, she has had a good time. And she's known about his good times, but she hasn't had to read it. It's. I, I don't exactly understand why he's so supportive. I mean, I, I guess I would want him to be. Well, she hasn't started. She hasn't written anything yet. While they've been together, they've been finally back together. That's true. But I mean, she did write the stuff last season, which is basically how she got this job that they wanted in that vein. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it will be interesting to see how he feels about it. Yeah, maybe that's going to be one of those points that you know is going to show not such a great relationship at the moment with them. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see the kids find out. Uh, you know, at the end of the episode, as they look like they're about to make love, um, 
yes um joe's daughter walks up and walks in to them yeah i thought it was going to be their daughter which i thought would have been cool but it was joe's daughter which she's not going to tell anyone she doesn't care why does she care you never know these kids can use anything for ammunition (laughs) they'll find a way to do something with that information so why you know what it is interesting maybe you know how so joe's daughter lily Lily, Mm -hmm. she she has a very not a strange relationship with um with joe but you know their dynamic is just so off they're very different the mother and daughter dynamic is switched essentially so maybe her finding this information is something for her to go to mommy mommy look at this so tell me about it and maybe it's just kind of like something that will bring her to be closer to her mother or yeah because i think we see in the scenes from next week joe finds out pretty early on i think uh, that uh, jake and abby are seeing each other well she's, she's already figured it out she's been paying attention when you know when the car got wrecked she's like so what were you guys doing oh yeah you hit the brake what so joe already kind of knows yeah she knows what's going on especially when you live with someone it's uh it's yeah. it's funny of Abby to think that she could hide it and like have nobody put two and two together. The two of them, it's so obvious. Her and Jake, they're just completely obvious. So let's get into predictions because I think this pretty much wraps up the episode. And now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with you, Isis. Prediction, prediction, predictions. <sighs> I, I I hope Will comes back. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, predictions. Uh, Becca's going to have the baby. Like I And I've been giving the predictions throughout the whole show. Becca, the baby is going to be great for Jake's and Abby's relationship. It's going to bring them closer together. It's going to bring some little fights here and there, but it's going to solidify their, their relationship. What else? Delia and Gordon. Ah, man. It's going to be a power struggle throughout this whole season. How it's going to turn out to be, we got to wait for the writers, uh, but it's going to be a power struggle. I don't want to, I don't want to say they're not going to make it because I think yeah. I, I want them to. You like them too, right? I, I don't like them as much as you do, but I do like them, but I think that they're completely doomed. You know what? I think as I look at the scenes and the conversations, I'm getting a little bit bored. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Hmm. So, as an audience, do I want to continue watching this? You know, maybe the writers will kill one of the. Yeah. Yeah. One of well, them. Well, I, I think Delia needs a younger guy, actually, not an older guy. Really? Yeah, because the life that she kind of wants, which is without children, basically, mm. is something that a younger guy could appreciate. That's a good prediction. Oh, okay, okay. Well. With Delian Gordon, I said it's going to be a power struggle. Jake and Abby, the baby's going to, you know, make them stronger. Let's see who else. Who else? Uh, Anything on Phoebe? Phoebe, she's that relationship is doomed. It's done. I don't. I think the her her boyfriend, who is an ex um, addict, he's going to be like, you know what? I got to go. I got to leave you. She's going to be left behind. And I think that's the theme with Phoebe. Men leave her. So that's that plays into the whole uh, psychology of that character and how she behaves, how she continues being this free spirit. Um, so I think he's going to leave her. Another man leaving her. I think this might be the second one in, in 
and what we have seen throughout the whole yeah two two seasons and she's you know an ex-model and it's just she's so gorgeous but she just keeps on which isn't everything yeah well those are my predictions when it comes to relationships for now all right about yours I actually disagree with you with Abby and Jake that the baby's going to tear them apart. You say it's going to tear them apart. Yeah. Not bring them together. Oh, you don't think so? Okay. No, yeah. Mm. And I think that Becca and him maybe aren't done yet. And if something happens with Abby, he sees Becca pregnant with his baby, he might kind of swing back that way towards Becca. I they you know, they're having her have this baby, so she's definitely going to continue to be in the storyline for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I don't see her as just being this like baby holder. But who else do we see her have relationships with between, between besides her and Jake? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like what is her purpose on the show? It's, she can't just be a baby holder basically and just pop Jake's baby out and like that's her storyline. She's going to she's going to shake things up. Mm-hmm. How I hate it when she when she does um, she'll create conflict. Yeah, will I desperately hope that he sticks around? I really, really do. He shouldn't. He should just get out of this like family's drama because they're crazy, and he's just bound to be upset about whatever happens. But I think that you were right in that whatever he's going to write. And him saying those lines in the third person as though he was writing a book about what was happening was very, very telling about where the show is going to go. I think that next week everyone's going to start to find out about Abby and Jake. And it's kind of going to hurt her career if more people find out about it because she can't really be the divorce guru anymore. And um I don't know. I see Phoebe going down another spiral. She's so... She reminds me of Jessa from Girls. Do you watch Girls? No, but I know of Girls. Yeah, she um, is... For anyone that watches Girls, you know, she's the adult version of Jessa, who's the flower child, kind of, of those four. And she just needs to figure it out. I I really... I honestly am not sure what's going to happen with her, but I feel like it's not going to be... Not going to be too good. I do hope she finds her way business-wise. And I think that could be a direction things are going to go in. And like I said, as far as the Gordon-Delia relationship, um, it is going to probably end in heartbreak. All right, guys, that is it for this week. Please keep on tuning in. We love talking about the show. We love hearing your feedback. Tweet at us. You know comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think. And of course, you can find us After Buzz TV at After Buzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, The Works. Where can we find you on everything? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Isis Velasquez and the number four. And of course, guys, you can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. We will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 